0: Hello and welcome to the In Contention podcast. This is Sam Stoddard, your host, with Matt Cranstuber. Good evening, and Ruben Bressler.
1: Hi everyone.
0: Current uh, practitioner of Ohio statesmanship and soon to be practitioner of uh, Virginian Virginian That's right. Yeah,
1: I'm <laughs> making I'm making the move to Star City. Um, for those of you that don't pay attention to.
0: It's got a population of
2: five. It's uh, Run, okay. Evan, Irwin, Evan Irwin, Lauren Lee, Brad Nelson, and uh, Jerry T, the only people who live in that city. Yep, yeah, it's all sheep for the rest, <laughs> for the rest of that. No okay. one at F&M, just, just those guys. Lauren yeah. Lee's behind the computer with her little uh, harness that she wears. He holds the laptop. Lap- yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: That would be a sick model get-up, though.
2: Yeah. Oh, jeez. That's insane. Sheep. Can we just get a Wi-Fi uh, thing to put in a pocket and a we just walk around as a posse? Doing moto <laughs> As a posse? Yes. Like, we're terrorizing PTQs, the local. We'll just be, like, birdie and be like, yeah, hold on, let me make this pick." Yeah, this guy totally missed quick here. I thought you were
0: talking about, like, going to, like, convenience stores and just hanging out. <laughs> or, like, outside of Starbucks and they're just stealing the Wi-Fi. And the guy comes out and he's like, get out of my Wi-Fi! And you're like, screw you, man. we got a right to be here. <laughs> just hanging out by the public library. Just, like, get a signal. Library, you say? <laughs> library. <laughs> All right. I said library.
1: I'm not so sure. Uh,
0: All right, so tonight is our. Nobody rewind to find out. Let it. (laughs) Let it (laughs) go back now. Go back now. Put in the comments. Uh,
2: Tonight is our. We'll call it .75 spoiler cast. We have 155 some odd cards from absent restored that have been spoiled out of the 244. That sounds right. Yeah. So we have uh, over half the set. At this point, And, um, you know, Wizards has been pretty consistent the last few years of giving us uh, most of the good cards, the mythics, the rares up front, and mm-hmm. then we kind of see a slow bleed of limited playables, maybe a couple cards slip in
0: here and there. Well, most that... most of the limited stuff comes in really uh, at the very last second when they just post a spoiler. Like, they're posting a spoiler on Monday, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not like we have a long time to wait. We just have to wait, you know, what, three days? Well, of course, every time after we do a
2: podcast, something big happens. So I have no yeah, doubt yeah. that as soon as we're done, the full spoiler will be posted and
0: like a reprint of you know, yeah, you know,
2: they're just announcing counter spell They're they're there. just announcing
0: that they're just that they bought a apartment complex and they're going to house all the little all the platinum level players <laughs> and like this like swank hotel like hotel apartments. They just have suites and. And all this stuff, and they're also starting new JSS, and we're just going to be like, yep. Well, welcome to
2: Incontention, your source for
0: uh, the,
2: the news that almost mattered. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's talk some spoilers. So we're going to talk about spoilers mostly in the context of constructed formats. Um, we've each picked out a few cards that uh, we think are going to make a splash in standard. And then we'll probably talk about how they kind of play into the modern format. And then we're going to talk about a few cards that we think are going to have an impact on Lexi. Yeah. So
0: well, let's not beat around the bush. Let's not. We, we all know the exact card we want to talk about. Okay, let's talk about it. All right, so um, that Angel Land. Oh,
2: yeah, that's insane. Yeah. That's, that's, that's sick. It's going to redefine the format. Is that better than Clever Post?
0: Uh, no. <laughs> but now you have both. So, you can just gain so much life. You gain so many colorless life. Your perennial Titan, you're just like, get, you know, you get two posts and you're like, gain four. You need
2: need conspiracy in play, right?
0: Then, no, no, no. I
2: knew, I was going to say Xenograph, but I had the restraint not to say it. You get two, (laughs) posts,
0: you gain four. (laughs) Then you get two more and you gain eight. And then you can still gain four more life off the Angel lands. And if you splash white, you can play an Angel. Then you can play angels. So, the real land. Yes. Now that we're in out-of-nonsense world... This might may or may not be the real name, because uh, I think the, the name we have is still from the French card, and while it might sound correct, and we go, oh, it's called Cavern of Souls, right? We get the real name, and we... I hate that name. Cavern of Souls. And, yeah. and could,
1: well, could... the French translation has anima in the translation. So like it could be a proper could noun. Be like, a proper noun. Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Could right. be Cavern of Anima. Something. Yeah. Yeah, Some, I of the Anima. Because, like, it's one of those things where you see this happen a lot, where... Um, They'll, you, you like, the, the cards in other languages, like, they translate and they sound fine, but, like, they actually are just totally different. Like, kind of like when, uh, when there's, uh, they awkwardly have two cards named Stormgeist in, uh, German. Hmm.
1: That's pretty awkward.
0: Because there was some old card. It's like that, Thunder or Spirit or something. Yeah, there's some old card that was called Stormgeist. Yeah. That they translate it as Stormgeist, and then Stormgeist comes out. Oh, Stormgeist. Stormgeist comes out, and they're just like. Yes. Well, I mean, sure. so Okay, Cap- well, hey. <laughs> there's also Zombify, which is raised dead in French Ray. Right? Oh, is it? Yeah.
1: Hmm. R- French raid or I think it's French raised deads or Zombifies.
0: And then you have, of course, Dirty Bastard. Right. Or Filthy Bastard, <laughs> which was the uh the the very awkward translation of Wild Mongrel. Right. It's actually that. It's like the translation is like Filthy Bastard. Why do I not own that card? Because it's well, because it's it's whatever it is, it's Filthy Bastard. You know how you take, like, a Google... Have you ever done this? We take a, a page... I see. And you it's, translate it into, like... So in it's actually, like, ugin Right. You translate it into yeah. French, and then you translate it back, and you're like, oh, look at all the words it did wrong. <laughs> well, like, if you take the card, they tra- Wild Mongrel, like, Mongrel, even in English, has, like, different connotations, and one of them is someone of, like, uncertain parentage. Sure. And somehow, when it got translated, it got translated as, like, filthy bastard. I understand. So, Cavern of Souls
2: is a land that... As it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type.
0: And it, yeah, tap to add one. Tap to add a colorless. Tap to add one man of any color uh, that can only be used to cast creatures of that creature type. Creature spells cannot catch a All right, a so
2: fixing land, that also gives me colorless. Yep. Nice. Oh, Great.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Also, uh,
2: those spells can't be countered. Oh, wow. Really? Okay, so it's legendary then, right? Uh, no. No. Oh, so it enters the battlefield tapped then, right? No. no, it doesn't. Oh, so it enters the battlefield untapped. It's not legendary. I can fix... For whatever color I want, depending on what tribe I'm using, and
1: still have colorless mana for all
2: your other things, and not get it ca- and, and my spells aren't getting countered. Perfect. Yes. Oh. Also, it's a regular rare, not a mythic. Perfectly reasonable. Well, if, thank
0: if, God. If this <laughs> was a yeah, if ridiculous. this was a mythic, like be it would, ridiculous. the world would break. Like this would be, this would be fighting Jason Mind Sculptor. Okay, so we're we're in Jason Mind Sculptor territory. Let's talk
2: Legacy. What. What things is this going to do Legacy? My, my first tweet when I saw this card, I was able to digest the text for about three minutes, and I already knew. My, my, my guess is it's going to completely change the entire landscape of Legacy. Goblins. Goblins. Elves. Maverick. Yep. And Maverick. Yeah, even naming humans. Even human, yep.
0: the, the thing about it is that it, with Maverick, you get to now play um, Thalia, and she can't be countered. You also, in in other decks, like, if you really want to, I'm not sure how important it is, but you can name a human and get a um, Stone Fortune to play, and it can't be countered. Yep. Which means they have to have a way of killing your Stone Fortune. Like, if you go turn one, like, how many decks just straight up lose to turn turn one Mother Runes? Or you play this, right? And you're like, all right, name a human, right? Mother Runes. And they're like, well, don't have a removal spell. Okay, something to go. And they're just like, and turn two, um... Stoneforge. stoneforge Mystic. Yeah. Like get a bat like get a batter skull, get a sort of piece of damage. Yeah, you just a- happen to be able to find an
2: activation cross in a stoneforge with the colorless mana. Like. Right,
0: right. You know, it's 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 huge there. And then, you know, there, there's even gonna be random situations where other decks will arise and they'll just be like, Oh, I can just play it it's like, like humans, all right. there are all kinds of humans. It,
1: it, elves has been sort of sitting on the side for a little while. I'm not sure this is gonna set it over the edge or anything. But probably not with
0: Goblins getting a big boost.
1: Well, Goblins are going to get a big boost. I think that Murfolk will probably get a little bit of a boost, because you don't necessarily have to play Ethervile anymore.
0: I, well, you do still play Ethervile on my deck. But I disagree on Merfolk for one reason, and that's because uh, Goblins gets better, and then it also fight against Maverick, and Maverick just has bigger oh, guys. Sure. Than that. I, I agree with Ruben in a very odd way. I think that it will be
2: absolute crap to start because what's going to happen is everybody's going to pack those lands. Merfolk's going to be like, ah, how can I deal with these knights that I can't counter, and I can't, you know, kill them with a jit. And so, what's going to happen is Legacy's going to sort of shift away from decks playing Force of Will, and then the guys that have the dark rituals in the back pocket are going to be like, yeah, yeah, time to come out and kill all these idiots that are playing Maverick decks with, you know, these stupid lands. Oh, Goblins? What the hell is Goblins going to do when you're sitting across from, you know, Adnazium or Hivemind? They're just going to, and honestly, I'm less scary than Hive Mind, but like I think Hive Mind is just like fine. Print this land, please. Yeah. There's, what you, what you do you have
1: everyone it? play Goblin Lackeys?
2: That's yeah. What like, exactly. So then, in turn, after after those decks sort of shift Keep around, yeah. then then Merkle comes in and says, "Okay, I'm going to clean up all you idiots that are playing all these combo decks, right. and we're going to see twenty percent Merfolk again." I mean, it's it's sort
1: of right. like, and then Cavern Souls will be insane again. Like the card, the card is definitely going to going to push the format in very strange ways and i mean obviously we don't know
2: yet but that card in every format is going to be
1: very influential
2: well think about it this way that like even as just a cyborg card it's kind of insane like night decks can play a few copies to be able to to fetch i think that you're actually going to see more cards like um crop rotation i've been calling for crop rotation for a while i think it's really good in legacy without as many counter spells um, and since counter spells are be- going to be going away, then, like, you don't have to right. play the full More
1: board. wastelands, less counterspells. Crop rotation's real good. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. So, it's, I mean, it, in the, the very interesting balance of the Goblin deck was that you could keep a hand that was either able to deal with the Vile or deal with the Lackey. And now you're in a situation where if your opponent just plays, like, you're, you're like, okay, you have the hand that deals with Vile, which means that you have the Force of Will. Then your opponent just goes, lackey. You're like, great. Or you're like, okay, well, I'm going to keep swords, swords, stoneforge, you know, brainstorm, whatever, and then your opponent just goes, vile. It, it, it makes it really hard for the control decks to, to be able to, like, kind of claw back from that. Um, yeah, sure, the control decks, like the stoneforge, uh, the, the the blade decks get an ally and being able to play that land, but they leave themselves open to, like, wasteland, and those, those, te- those travel yeah, decks will it's just not, them alive. It's
0: not particularly good in that deck... Like, it might be a cyborg card for mid yeah. matchups or something. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, in that deck, the problem is that it doesn't cast a lot of Spillation to cast. And those decks tend to be a little... They're not, like, that weak to Wasteland. But there are certain cards that are weak, too. Like, if you've noticed, those decks are not no longer playing four Tundras. they moved to playing... Uh, most playing three Tundras and one um, uh, Mystic Gate. And some are now playing... Uh, uh, actually, most play like one Mystic Gate, one um, Glacial Fortress, just so they don't straight up lose the choke. Mm. And this is just another land. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't get stopped by choke, but it's just another land that doesn't like help out either of those. It- right. This land, mo
1: for Legacy specifically. This land, this this helps out the decks that are almost entirely creatures, which are Maverick. Maverick has like, uh, like a couple pieces of equipment. Source supply shares, and, like, one Sylvan library, and then, like, 30 guys. Mm-hmm.
2: That's true.
1: And then Goblins has, like, 35 guys. Sometimes they've got, like, I don't know, Thoughtseize or something like that. And then Elves, obviously, is the other one that's almost all creatures. Right. Okay. So, you know, the decks that are all creatures are the ones that benefit most from this. Um, but it's it also, in the newer formats, Standard and Modern, the decks that run some... Other equ- things like equipment, for example, can still add colorless mana. Yeah, right. So you can still play your turn one Delver, still play your turn two, uh, you know, Invisible Stalker, and then you still uncurve to play your sword.
0: It's not going to get seen anyone playing that deck.
2: Well, I understand. I'm just giving an example. Okay. I want to play uh, Hexmage, Deaths now, because you name
1: Shaman or Vampire. Yeah, you
2: name Shaman or Vampire, and now your entire combo is uncounterable, which is pretty interesting. Except by Wasteland. Wait, except by Wasteland. Like, obviously, the, the spot removal is going to go up. Like, I think you're, you're going to see decks that, that, uh, there's a really cool deck that Mark Sun sent me the other day that, uh, top aided um, a tournament in Germany that was like four-color mix-up that, I, it looks like it would be really good. It's just, I think it only plays a few counterspells, but then everything's just like a, Go for the Throat. It was, it's almost like Team America. Right. right? Um, but then it played, like, Lingering Souls and, and, like, all all the things that Team America played, but it also played Lingering Souls and Snapcaster. And, Mark
1: Sun, by the way, you can follow at Frito-Lay's corporate Twitter account.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, also kind of also a, it's kind of a, a shame for our group. Um Mark Sun just moved away, and then obviously Ruben's moving away, so. Yeah, right. but, I mean. Sorry.
0: It's not, like, a big deal in terms of, like, play school or anything.
2: Right. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, you know. It's not like losing not like cranny. you're a huge jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Let's move I had move to my on. hashtag dagger in. Hashtag? Dagger. Oh, hashtag dagger. Hashtag dagger. So, f- final thoughts on that card. I, I just want to say real quick. Oh, yeah. um, financially. F- right.
1: I was just going to ask you. You're the person to talk about for financial. Uh, um, it
2: snuck under the radar. I thought that there might be some pre-sales where people were selling at like 12 bucks. And I'm just going to say go and buy all the, all the cards that you can. Um, but... I think that uh, it's probably going to settle for $100 playset, be pretty standard. And also, a little side note, um, I know we said that we were going to kind of touch on Modern. This actually is huge in Modern because there isn't Wasteland, and decks like Splinter Twin yeah. um, will not only be able to fix, but also have a way to... Uncounterable. Un- yeah, especially against like decks that just rely on being able to get the reman mana and being able to go end of turn, tap your Hallowed Fountain, which was like your remand mana and right. also your path mana, like right. is going to be a pretty good. What is
1: Deceiver X R X creature types? Do you happen to know? It's not. It's it not does not shaman? share. It's a. It doesn't share with Goblin Shaman. It does not. It may
2: share it with Kiki. I don't think it does. Yeah, I think it's like a, Templar or some weirdness like that. I have no idea.
0: Now, so we're not done with this card yet,
2: despite
0: what you might think, because due to your your standard bias. You didn't even mention it in standard. Oh no, we're going to talk about standard. We're I, we're, I just want to stay on legacy. Oh, okay. We're just going to talk about legacy right now. Yeah. yeah I yeah. thought we were going by cards. No, and no, you were no. Just no. Like, this card's got. Standard. And you were just like, okay, now we're doing this card. I'm like, what are you talking no, about? No, no, the no, standard. No.
1: We're just talking about legacy as a format right now. Then we'll move on to the standard. Yeah, okay, and these right. other two
2: are pretty quick. We actually probably should have started with those, but you know, what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, whatever. We can't all be perfect like that. We're a good transli- uh, transition, but now we don't. <laughs> so okay, uh, the next card I'm going to talk about I think is a. Pretty clear um, slam dunk for a lot of decks on Legacy, and actually was the miracle card that probably snuck under the radar, which is Thunderous Wrath. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that card is awesome. They spoiled this one. This was the first miracle card. <laughs> the first card miracle card they spoiled at packs, and I, I don't think it's had as much discussion as it probably should have. For one mana, you can uh, quarter your opponent's life total. Right.
1: The last time you could quarter your opponent's life total in uh, with a burn spell that was efficient in any way was Shrapnel Blast.
2: Yeah, or like Browby. Goblin
0: Grenade. And those
1: weren't, but, but Shrapnel Blast was played. Shrapnel Blast you know I mean? was like, The last yeah. time Goblin Grenade was in Standard, they were just like, ha ha, we're not going to print any goblins in the next block. So <laughs> it didn't really see a lot of play. But, you know, certainly this card, especially in the, I'm sure everyone has seen the deck lists that are like, not just Revival, Thunderous, Wrath, Delver, Snapcaster decks. Yeah. They just want to be like, turn one, Delver. Turn two, like, Ponder, set up my Wrath. Turn three, even in Standard, you can
0: do mm. it. Right. Right, yeah, that's the deck I was going to talk about for Standard, so thanks for ruining my Thunder. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks for ruining my Thunderous Wrath. Thundrous. That's, that's well done. <laughs>
1: that's that's quite the punishment that you I deserve. stole my
0: Thunderous Wrath. I deserved I your you punishment. Yeah, <laughs> got right. it, got it, got it. We're done.
1: All Go
2: right. ahead. Uh, but yeah, so, card's insane. I just think that one... I think that when that one's resolved against you, it's going to be a lot worse than any of the other ones. And
1: deals five to a creature if you need it to.
2: Yeah, so that kills uh, Phyrexian Obliterator.
1: Sure does. Oh, wait. That's
2: not, <laughs> that's not very good. <laughs> no, but like... It, but yeah. It doesn't kill
1: Titans,
0: which is too bad.
1: Well, you know, neither, neither does Dismember. Everything that you could get with Dismember, <laughs> you can now get with this
0: guy. Right. Well, it's the <laughs> idea that if you have this in a Notchers Revival that's 10 damage. And if you have a snapcaster thrown in there, well, that's 15 damage. And if you play
1: a Delver on turn one, and it turned into an insect at any point, that's a million damage. It's
2: it, it's not a lot of cards to get that much damage. Right. Yeah. What's Got the next card that we're going to talk about for racing? Uh
0: Temporal Mastery. Man, this one's tricky. This one's real tricky. Here's the thing. This is the card that I was like, this card is going to be banned, not even close. No. And, and I, I, I said no. I will admit, you did say no. And... I, I think it, it probably won't now, because of uh, Cavern of Souls, because I think that Cavern of Souls takes the decks where I was just like, I'm gonna. All I want to do is play this card in Jace, and once I get my like, yeah, on top of the Jace is pretty awesome, but this, you know, it, it just like lets you take advantage of certain situations, like your opponent taps out on like turn two, and you're just like, all right, brainstorm. Uh, untap, get another turn, play a land, untap, Jace. Right. You know, and you get a bit, like, it, it, it lets you sort of steal the initiative, it lets you...
1: Yeah, but you could basically do similar, you could basically skip a turn a similar way with Explore
0: or Lotus Reman. Cobra. Right, or but Reman. you know. I think Reman's better in those decks. But it's, but for Legacy, you're playing it in a blue-white deck. You're not playing Explore. Okay. You're not playing Lotus Cobra. You're just, like, you're just playing Brainstorm and this, and Jace. You're not, like, going... You don't even have to go with the full personal tutor route. You're just, like... Which I think is trash. The pers-
1: people who are buying up personal tutors for this card are idiots. Well... If you have personal tutors, you should sell them. You should. they're at their current There's high. two reasons You're wasting that. two cards on an explorer that untaps two lands.
0: But that... No. That is fine if your deck... If you, if you go turn one, Delver, turn two, Mongoose, personal tutor, or something, and then you, like, take an extra turn... And then you figure out how to like get yeah, some more safe. cards in your library, and then you take another turn after that. Then you like snack ash to put on top, and all of a sudden you have like you know you're you're like playing a rug Delver deck, and you're just like so you it's take like, like Tom three time walk
1: in your rug Delver deck. Right, sure. so, but so. but
0: but you know it, that. But the problem is that if you buy so with personal tutor, one thing is going to happen: Either the card is way too good; it's going to get banned. And guess what? Now personal tutor is not worth anything. Or B, it's not good. It's not going to get banned, and nobody wants not wants personal tutors right. like that. If you know if you're buying it for straight value, that's a mistake. Now there are two legacy events before. <coughs> Excuse me, this, this would get banned, which is uh, there are two big ones. There's obviously a bunch of Star City Games opens. Uh, there's the Invitational, mm-hmm. and there's Grand Prix Atlanta. So you know if this is just the deck to play, then guess what? You, maybe it was a fine investment, but if you were like buying up 50 personal tutors. Don't hold on, don't hold
2: on. Now, now here's the thing people are going to
0: brew with this with this card there is
2: a oh very, yeah there's a very real possibility that there are interactions that are missed
1: and in, in addition I will say this card's going to retain a lot of its value for EDh for casual because yeah. people read the text take an extra turn and if they see the colorless and the blue and they're like oh man it's 1994 right and so the value is going to stay there but th- it's not going to be good. It's not as good I, as people
2: I, think it is. I think that, again, we, we may have touched on it when we first talked about this card. If we can find a way to build a shell that takes advantage of the tempo you get from the extra turn or being able to generate a lot of card advantage by taking the extra turn, I think that the deck will do well. I think that the most obvious place for it would be in something like High Tide, where you are trying to get the extra land into play, you're trying to get the extra card. Like, retrace damage was played in High Tide for a long time, and that's card disadvantage. So I think that we may see high tide in, in some configuration of high tide or or spring tide play this card and be like, oh wow, I guess I never thought about cutting, you know, candelabra and turnabout and just playing whatever. Like there could, there's some build, there's some guy down in a, a basement with ten spreadsheets open, looking at this card, trying to figure out how to break it. And I, I think that this card is not going to get banned like I thought it was. I really thought that it was going to be easier to. Um, take advantage of the miracle ability than, than it was when we actually built it up and tried it out in practice it was a little bit clunky and like the time walk is not an norm's chin like you can still die if you do it on your opponent's turn you can still very much die trying to set the the right. miracle up so it does have a real possibility of sometime down the line getting banned if it gets in the right deck because it is it is a very Powerful, powerful
0: ability, ability. yeah. Sorry. Right, and it's the fact that you know, per, going through personal tutor is like a whole other level. That you know, you are getting tech, you are getting you're, you're minus a card to cast personal tutor, and so it just evens out with the time walk. And so that's not necessarily the greatest thing in the world, but everyone's already playing brainstorm. There's a lot of jaces running around, mm-hmm. so I don't you know whether to even play four of these. Like sure. you know, there might be that some of those decks play like two or three two. of these. Yeah, and. Um, you know, you just basically sit uh, sit around for a while. Your opponent gets inside of a, you know, get, get opponent gets in some kind of position, and you're just like, okay, now I get to end of turn brainstorm, flip this, cast something, force it, try to force it out. If it doesn't get, you know, if they opponent's like, okay, you you, you cast like a Jace, and they're like, you know, force, and you're know, like, how like force? You're like, all right, take my turn, sure, cast yeah. Jace or something. Yeah, you know, and it's it, in decks like that. It might just be a card where that's what happens. Is that you know, it, it just sort of sets up these huge plays where it's like, you're losing and you're just like, kabam. Yeah, right, right. Now I just, you know, I get to tap you out for two turns. So, uh, Ruben, you have a card here that I think will transition
2: as well from Legacy right into Standard. Right. Uh, what's the, what's so, the card on your list? Uh,
1: my, the next card I have on my list, it has everyone's least favorite slash uh, favorite evergreen mechanic that pops up every <laughs> once in a while. The Punisher mechanic in red which the card is Vexing Devil. Sure. Vexing Devil is a 1 red mana, 4-3 devil, obviously. Uh, when, you, when it comes into play, your opponent can take 4 damage, and you have to sacrifice Vexing Devil. Um, and it's a very interesting card, and there's a lot of... Uh, uh, Things that people said when it first came out, that they were like, oh man, this thing's awesome with Ranger Vios in Modern, mm-hmm. and this thing's going to be insane in Legacy Burn, and then all the poo-pooers were like, no, it's just, a f- it's just Lava Axe for four damage. Which, first of all, I don't see how that's bad in a deck that's running a Lava Spike for four damage. I don't see how that's bad in a deck that wants Lava Spike, you know what I mean? But the problem is, of course, that if you have a, if you have a go for the throat, it can suddenly counter a Lava yeah. Spike, yeah. which is, you know, understandable. But it's uh it's very interesting. So I'm, I'm gonna love to see what the burn lists look like after the set comes out with Thunderous Wrath and Vexing Devil.
0: See, I think that this card is bad in Legacy. This is not the card at all. The Legacy burn deck wants. But here's the problem. The thing one of the things that's nice with the Legacy burn deck is that a lot of your like your opponents swords. There's a lot of decks that have swords, and they're just the greatest card in deck because stuff it gives them all this time, and you don't play a lot that can get swords. You basically play. Goblin guys is, like, the only, like, really relevant card. Yeah, they can swords, like, if you're playing um, Keldon the Marauders, they save three damage. But it's not, like, like, those are, like, your only two guys. And so if your opponent has an early hand that's full of, you know, swords or something in game one, those cards are, like, you know, you don't, if you don't draw those, you just draw burn spells. Their hand sucks. You know, and, and they just, ha- you know, they tend to have more ways to deal with creatures than you really have you know, stuff to worry right. about. So the problem with X and Devils is, he, yeah, if your opponent doesn't have anything, he's awesome on turn one the later on later on in the game you don't ever want to draw vexing devils like you, if i could skip drawing it whenever i uh, had a draw step after the after my opening hand i would love it because there are just so many times that your opponent like you're playing against maverick you're playing against the the deck with lingering souls you're playing against all like you know a combo deck and you're just like okay turn 3 vexing devils they're just like that's fine, kill you. Or like, well, that's fine, I've got a blocker out.
1: There's probably a space for this in a different type of legacy deck. I'm, it's probably not good in Burn. You're probably right. Maybe more like Zoo or But something. I think more like, I was just going to say, more like a Zoo deck. It, especially if the Zoo goes back to the one-drop Zoo. There were a couple one-drop Zoo decks that I saw that were going to run that, uh, ran Proclamation of Rebirth mm-hmm. out of the sideboard. Those types of decks are going to be awesome because you're like, Pricing hey, devil. And pricing is way devil. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Price of
2: Broker's news, we're going to So it. you go,
1: like, Vexing Devil. All right, it's well, take four. Vexing Devil, take four. All right. Uh, Proclamation of Rebirth, they're just in play now. You know what I mean? So, <laughs>
0: like... Does that put two into play? It puts three into play. Three play. I mean, they can still pay the life for them, but... Right. Yes. Okay, fine. Right. No. But I'm saying... Just, I'm <laughs> going to <laughs> <say> it <is laughs> that... Vexing, you got me. Vexing Devil is one red to deal four to your opponent unless they have, a bl- like, a bladder skull out, or... Like, there's all these clauses on it where if you're playing... Like, most of the decks you want this in, they need to be very, very consistent, which means they have to be, like, if you're playing a, a creature turn one in a Zoo, your expectation is it's going to do more than four damage. Goblin Guide does more than four damage. Uh, Wild and does a lot more than four damage. So it's, I, it's
1: important to recognize the interaction, however, that this deals four damage for one mana over the course of one turn, and that interacts with Planeswalkers. Whereas Goblin Guide isn't as good at dealing with a Planeswalker that That's has a true. bunch of counters on it. Vexing Devil can immediately deal with a 4-mana yeah. Planeswalker if they choose
2: to Right, take but it also... Uh... Okay, so we don't need to drill Legacy into the ground. Let's talk Standard, because I think this guy actually is going to have a better home in Standard than he is in Legacy, where you have a very real possibility of being able to clock your opponent... Uh, with playing when you're playing spells like this that deal four and Thunder's rats it deals five, delver
1: of secrets of course. And yeah. I
0: think after we get M13, that's probably a chance of that. Mm-hmm. I think mono red is in such a bad position right now that I think that there is there is very little chance that this card will impact anything in standard right now.
2: I have well, a card there's... that
0: I want to talk about that I think is does, makes that not so. Well, the thing the, 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 one of the things I don't like about this card. Is that the, you know, we'll, and we'll see how it turns out. But one of the top decks right now is Delver. And they're perfectly happy to pay for the four life, and then cast timely reinforcements. Right. You know, yeah, timely right. is, time is a big problem. Yeah. Timely's a big problem. They, you know, they, they're they going to have like celestial purges after board. Like there's just, you know, if, if most of the red decks, like you want something that is very consistent or just domes your opponent. And this thing. You know, I, I don't like cards that when you need them to work they don't, and when the, when you need this card, like when you're like when you draw this at the optimal time, it's great. When you need it to work, it doesn't, because yeah. you're like, what are you at? You're at like four life, and you draw it, and you're like, aha! And they're just like, okay, that's fine. I'm just going to like attack you with sort of war and peace now. No. Yeah. You know, then they're like, okay, now I'm going to bounce it or something.
1: So you're saying this card will get good after I'm 13
0: Well, it could. I mean, the the problem problem is. That Well, I guess to be after this, the full rotation. Right. Part of the problem is, like, Mono Red has been in a, such a bad position for, like, the last year. Because it had to deal with Core Firewalker, which was beatable. It was very hard, but it was beatable. And then they're just like, oh, also, we're just going to put timely reinforcements out. Yeah. You know, and that was kind of the... And like,
1: sort of War and Peace, of course. Because right, because,
0: like, well, they're just like, all right, so uh, here's this card that you can't beat. And everyone's like... Oh God! How does modern red beat that? And they're just like, here's dismember, and they're like, we have a way to beat it. And they're just like, also timely reinforcements, like the next set, like, wow. oh, and like timely Reinforcements, Like, did you ever play a red deck against that had both of those cards against it? Like, the, yeah, it was pretty miserable. It was pretty miserable, and I feel that right now, red is just in not a good position in the format. Well, I, I mean, obviously I think red white isn't a very good position. Standard's in the very
2: cyclical. Red white humans and
0: is. Yeah, red white humans might player. be, but you're not going to play a card with some red white humans. All right, it so
2: might. I want to talk about the card that I want to play in standard. Okay. The, I, I this is my favorite card in the entire set. Yeah. It's called Lightning Mauler, and it costs red one, so two mana, two one, and it has soul bond, and the creature that it soul bonds with plus
0: it have haste. Oh, yes. It has haste itself. Yes. If, oh, you, yeah, soul if you, you soul bond, if you soul bond. Oh, you have to soul bond for it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so if you turn
2: one guy, you can. Yeah. Get yeah. It. So if you go turn one. Anything. Let's say it's a Grim Lava Mancer, Land then world. you play this guy. It's Remember. not as exciting. Like, you can attack him for some damage. Where this guy's really good is being able to play him on turn two and then playing a more dangerous turn three guy. Right. Because you can Soulbound going both ways. You can Soulbound entering the battlefield, right. and you can... Uh, well, they become Soulbound. It's, yeah, it's kind Come of hard on. to get sure. that. Uh, and then you, you can Soulbound when a creature enters the battlefield.
0: What are you um, casting on three?
2: I would like to double st- use the double striker Solbon guy. Okay. Um, Fair enough. I would like to use Mirren Crusader. All right. Um, I think that we have fixing now since since we have the new land. Plus we have evolving Wads. I know it's really awkward when well, you're trying to take
1: Apparently in your deck that you're brewing here.
2: You have red. You have the red white dual land. I just think that like that is that's a really aggressive. Like in both of those situations, you're dealing a lot of damage. Um, if you give the double strike guy. It's insane. You actually just deal eight damage on turn three. Um, if you have the Mirror Crusader, you deal six. But like again, you're you're playing cards that like it's very difficult to come back from that. And a lot of people aren't playing Wrath right now. Um, you know, the only thing like... is
1: that if you have the Soul Bond Soul Bond uh, haste guy, then you play the Soul Bond double strike guy. Then on four, your four drop has haste and double strike. Yeah. So your Hero of <laughs> Bladehold or
2: your Hero of Oxid Ridge. Both have double strike, which is unbelievable. Well, and there are cards that I think, you know, if we see like a guy that enters the battlefield that does some damage or lets you draw cards or something, um, the blank card actually might not be the worst. I mean, the so, one mana cloud yeah. thing, yeah, it's just like momentary blank, but it blanks a permanent for one white mana. And soul bond, I think, as a mechanic, um, we we played it at uh cube night last Tuesday, and I was extremely impressed. Like every time a Solvang guy hit the board, I was just like, "Wow!" My- I-, I watched Sam get crushed by um, plus the- four, plus four, the plus four, plus four guy, which is twelve. 12- Points of yeah. power for five mana. Sure. Um, I got crushed by a Sun Titan plus the double striking guy. Oh god! Which like the double striking guy like originally came in and like pumped like a two two and, and like. And then it
1: died, and then Sun Titan. Yeah, it, it was it was sick. real
2: it was real rough. Like that guy is a, a serious contender. Which did well. you
1: play with the Death Touch Soul Bond guy?
2: No, that no. guy
1: seems unreal. Is he a two one? He's a one one, hmm. but for colorless and green. But then all your guys just are Death Touch forever. It's pretty yeah, interesting. I like that guy. A lot. I think
2: that's the most powerful like mechanic that we've seen
0: in a long time. bounce yeah. yeah. Well, Soulbind. So, it's probably going to be a rough little bit of time for bond Like, the, the the real issue with it is, of course, the Delver deck is able to shut it off very easily because it's going to have, you know, it's going to have Gutshot, it's going to have um, uh, the Bounce spell. But you don't understand. care about those but because no. you guys
2: are so, you, you, don't, you don't have to spend any resources are tempo. No, to get the reason to why you
0: care about it is because it means that you can't rely on them very well. Like, you know, you're like attack, you know, you're like, put a double strike guy attack, like the haste guy attack, and they're just like, all right, bounce your haste guy. Sure. You know, block your double strike guy with a 2-3, and you're like, okay, well, that's awkward. You know, it, it like, it, you're not going to be able to rely on them very well, and it, it, it might be something that changes very soon. It's it just like, it, it's that one of the top decks has, like, Vapor Snag and Snap Catcher major.
2: Well, we have to be looking forward to the shift in the format. We look at the block decks. It's it's Obviously, we do not have Lingering Souls. That's
0: an important thing. That station. is important. But the red-white decks are very good. Yes. Right, because they're going to get uh, a lot of these cards. The land seems very good in that deck. Like, the deck is just so aggressive. It's hyper-aggressive. And even if they, you know, they Wrath with uh, you know, Terminus or any anything else you still have stuff. You're still like, okay, well, now I'm going to play some random dude and and plus two plus and vigilance and first strike it, or vigilance and haste it.
2: Yeah, and and even just playing that guy and not soul bonding at all, like just playing him as a 2-1 and then playing a spell and just waiting for your opponent to do something silly and be like, fine, hero blade hold. It's, an, ex- it's for... an
1: extremely scary Goblin Biker, yeah.
2: right? And, and it's be, like
1: and not, we're not even mentioning Titans for right the three and to s- six months that they're legal together. In standard,
0: right. you are going to be like, well, the, 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 I think the thing that's going to happen with this guy in standard is that you play him, you play Hero Blade Hold, and you are just like kaboom,
1: yeah. right?
0: Because Hero Blade Hold is another card I think like really got. Uh, I think it's 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 poised to just take a make a big comeback.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think that. I actually think that Deller is probably going to uh, take a bit of a beating from this set. Mm-hmm. Um, good. Well, not necessarily good. The deck that I think is currently just the far and away frontrunner for the format is Green Red Ramp. So. Yeah, you've been talking all week about
2: how you want to you wanna cast Titans off Cavernous
0: Souls. Yeah, I'm going to be casting Titans of Cavernous Souls. Like, this, this is real
2: fair. I
1: have a, another uh, important thing for everyone to, to know. Which is uh, the new judge rules say that you have to correct your opponent when you when they do something that's incorrect. Right. Or when when they you know whatever. You get you understand my point. Um, Titan has never been a creature type in Magic's history. So you have to correct your opponent and say when when your when your idiot opponent says, I'm gonna play as Cavern Souls naming Titan and you say you have to say, Nope, that's not a creature
0: type. But you always had to do that. Did you? Yes. Okay. If you, yeah. If you know, because it's, I didn't know that until well, you just told well, me. Well, <laughs> right, but then right. Damn and, it! You shouldn't have told me. I could like, have got away with I it. It's, it's like if your opponent forgot to name a name in court meddling mage, and you were playing at a grand prix, and you uh, were trying to go off, and you thought that maybe you could brainstorm during your upkeep, mm-hmm. and uh, if and and they wouldn't be able to name the card, but then they do name it, and then you write about it in your turn report. Ah.
1: Uh, yes. uh, yeah
0: Yes. Yeah. If, yeah, I don't know if you, if anyone remembers that reference. But yeah, you, if your opponent I
1: caught onto it partway through, if
0: your opponent like played a meddling mage you, and they forgot to name a card, you couldn't just be like, "I'm going to wait and see what happens because they're either not going to name it or I'm going to be able to back up, you know, during my upkeep and they're going to rename the card." That does not work. It doesn't work like that. Titan has like anytime anyone has to name a creature type, if they name something that's not a creature type, you have to tell them right. that's not a creature. I'm that, just telling you, Titan, is not a valid choice. A creature type. If you go you some have to card name says giant. like, you know, if, you, if I play a Voice of All and I'm like purple, right? I can't be like, haha, your voice ball does nothing." Like it's like you have to name a valid color. So like that's that's old, but but yeah, it, they are giants. They're not titans. But in that deck, I think that the the one deck that is the the two decks that they have problems with right now are Delver and Blue X Control, and that's because your first Titan doesn't resolve, and they're able to beat you before your second Titan resolves, uh, especially Delver. Um, and now you're just like, well. Six mana, you know, five mana, play Cavern, Titan. And it's like, you just get so far ahead. And I think, you know, you might play more Titans, you might not. So I, I think that you get a much better matchup against Delver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you get a somewhat better matchup against Blue-Black Control. And so now the only question is, you know, is Hero of Bladehold the card that's going to threaten Greed Red Ramp? Because they don't have a particularly good way of killing it. Not. Yeah. You know, Slakstron doesn't, doesn't deal for well, it. Well,
1: there's the new... Uh... Does anyone have that card on their list? The new no, the new Lava Lanch,
0: Bonfire of the Damned. Yeah.
1: Is uh is the new X spell. It's, it's XX Red. It's it the Bonfire of the Damned? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's Bonfire of the Vanities. It's XX Red with Miracle of X Red. And it's LavaLanche. It's deal X damage to target
0: a player, target
1: opponent, and all creatures that player controls.
0: Right, now it is a lot of mana in Green Red Ramp to like try to actually cast that. Right. Against the Hero Blade Hold, that's 9 mana?
1: Well, unless you top deck it.
0: But if, yeah, if you top deck it, then that's 5 it's mana. It's better
1: than their current options of here's a Slagstorm and also a Whip Flare,
0: I guess. Well, you kind of have Devil. Like, right now, you're just either casting Devil's Play or you're just casting a Titan and uh, right, Hope right. for the Best.
1: <laughs> but Bonfire also cleans up all those extra tokens. It cleans up the 2 1 Haster, Soul Bond Guy. So, you know, I think it's an interesting option. Another card I want to talk about is uh, Restoration Angel. Mm -hmm. I think Restoration Angel is a real good one from this set for several reasons. Restoration Angel is three colors and a white. For a 3-4 flyer, when it comes into play, you blink a non-angel creature. Uh, And this card has interesting uh, uh, interactions with lots of decks, particularly Niapod, which I'm a huge fan of. Niapod has a lot of really good interactions with Restoration Angel. Uh, chief among them is blinking, you know, everything. That slimes. You, slimes and, and Strangle Root Geist yeah. and Blade Splicers and Titans and all that kind of good stuff. So, and also, also just, you know, after your attack step, blinking, uh, uh, also Huntmaster of the Fells, forgot about that guy, but, you know, blinking pretty much everything. Blinking uh, Phyrexian Metamorph, it's, it's that's a pretty good interaction. It's also worth noting that in modern... Restoration Angel, Infinite Combs with Uh, Kiki-Jiki. Is there anything
0: in this set that's not Infinite Combo with Kiki-Jiki? No. (laughs) I think that that... Alright.
1: Yeah. So, the other one that combos with uh,
0: Kiki-Jiki from this set is? Uh, is Zealous Conscripts. This guy is so Another great target in Pod. Yes, yeah. and it, it's one of the things that Pod is going to use, of course, to fight. All the right, green, red red, 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 red. So
1: this guy also here of Hole. This guy
2: costs—he's yeah. a snid, so he's four, four colorless and a red for a three-three. Yep. He has haste. When he enters the battlefield, you can take control of a permanent. It gains a haste. Permanent. Right. Any event. Right. Now I'm just going to tell you what this card did on Tuesday when we when, uh, in cube, yeah, in cube, and uh, the first time that it resolved, it was against me, and it took my Inferno Titan. And uh, my opponent proceeded to deal, like, 18 damage to me and put me to two in one turn when I was at 20 uh, with one card. That was pretty impressive. I, I, I Color me impressed. So yes. then I uh, ended up actually winning because I wrath and I'm awesome. Sure. But uh, then uh, I saw him... Uh, Hashtag Humble Braggs. Humble Braggs. Hashtag Sneak Attack Braggs. Uh, <laughs> then <laughs> uh, I watched him... Um, uh, Greg played Tameo, the uh, the Moonfolk. Socks with Sandals. Socks with Sandals. And he got her to the point where he was going to ultimate her. And, and he Conscripts
1: he, took it. Conscripts That's took awesome. it. He
2: ultimated, and then it was all downhill from, downhill from there. Sure. So this guy takes Planeswalkers, which is a big deal. If you have a Planeswalker like Garruk out, that is the most insane value ever. I mean, this guy becomes a super mall drifter. If you have a titan, you're going to be ramping, putting zombie tokens into play. I mean, if you have a Hero Blade hold, I mean, just the this guy,
0: I want to be playing this card. Yeah. I think that he uh, deals with quite a few of the problems that Pod has. I think that he deals with a lot of very problematic cards. Um, and even just, you know... He they'll... also
1: deals really well with an opponent's Dungeon Geist. That if you if your opponent is keeping something that you really need tapped, he immediately untaps it. So you can use your Pod to go get something, or...
0: Well, he doesn't immediately untap it, but... it oh, Right, nice you get my... What?
2: So well, are you guys are you guys on the pod plane then? Is that what's going I on think it? I'm on the pod plane with this card. I, I'm
0: still. You should be on Titan Pod Plane. But also, I'm, I'm still on Greed red ramp. I think that the deck is more consistent. And I think that, it, um, I don't know. I I, I think that it, it's just a much more consistent deck, and I think that the pod deck has a few very awkward things that happen to it. Like it's got a few awkward draws. It's got a few awkward like you deal with their pod and they're just like, eh, or they draw two pods and they're just like, eh. But, I, I mean, it's another deck that I'll be looking at. Like, yeah. certain, it's certainly got a lot more out of the set than Green Red Ramp. And it, the other thing is that it, does, you know, it gets the, the land where I don't think Green and uh, Nia Ramp gets the land. So speaking of land, there's a very
2: <coughs> interesting land that was spoiled. Um, it's, uh, it is a looting land.
1: Yeah, yeah. the
2: Loot House. The Loot House. Desolate Lighthouse uh, is a land that taps for colorless, and then for red-blue one, you can loot. So draw a card, discard a card. Which, that's pretty insane. Uh, for, it's very four, nice. for, for the cost of four for lands... For land drop, you can keep your mana open. You can keep your mana open, so you can be playing all the mana leaks you want, even though they're not going to do anything, because Caverns <laughs> And, uh... <laughs> Then you can you can you know discard all your your silly spells, or you can you know if you're playing a deck that's trying to utilize things like faithless looting or some random you know unburial rites buy-ins or something, then you know this card actually does everything that you want it to do. It it, it filters your hand and it puts stuff in the bin. So this card is pretty insane. I, yeah,
1: this card's uh, I, I mean I love looting. I mean, this is going to be this is Adam Prozac's wheelhouse, is what this card is. <laughs> he's, no man loves looting more than uh, than Adam Prozac. He likes looting so much that he thinks that ha- not getting to discard is a drawback. So he's looking at this card like, man, this is
0: awesome. Wow. So. Yeah. Now this is uh, if there's a and it, you know, it's a, it's not quite right probably for an aggro deck. It's just a little bit too much mana.
2: Yeah.
0: You know. The, like, by the time you're really looting in most aggro decks, like, you're not in a great spot to begin with. Like, and when you're casting, like, you're, like, in turn do four mana and just, to like, get card quality and you're playing, like, a blue-red aggro deck. Like, the, like the blue-red it's, it's deck. It's
2: hard because the the control decks are going to turn into tap-out decks more than they're going to be mana-lake decks. Possibly, And so yeah. this lane kind of diminishes a little bit in value because of that. I think really where it, ha- it has best applications is if you look at the five-color-rights decks. Yeah, Freak's. That this is a, a pretty nice utility land. Like, obviously, you cannot run a lot of it, um, but it's it's great when you know either you you whiff on mulches and like you have all the Unbarrier rights in your hand, in the yard and like you just have like your creatures in your hand. This this is like the card that you want to draw, and you could very realistically because that that deck plays ramp, be able to loot and play
0: your rights within the same turn. Man, it's possible, and yeah, I mean, I this would be an interesting deck to tr- card to try out in it. I'm not quite sold on it because of the blue mana requirement. Mm-hmm. And I think the deck is already a 5 color deck, but you can't run too yeah, many it's posts. Real, it's, like, it's real fragile. The lands are, uh, you know, it's they're not, like, horrible, but they're already it's already, like, stretched stuff a little thin. Yeah. So we'll see if you'd, like, fit one or two of them in there. This but. one also
1: has the nickname of Value Town. I don't know if you guys remember. <laughs> I, like,
0: I like that. Loot House is, is really good, but Value Town yeah. is another I, I think that, again, this is, you know, when I look at standard, there's a lot of cards where I go, this card is not good in the current environment. But we're just gonna sort of like, you know, put that in the put that in the hole yeah. and look at, you know, there's a lot of cards in this every set there's cards where you're just like, yeah, right now I just can't get behind this card, but man, wait wait for like two months. Yeah, I mean can you imagine if this card was printed like last year right. when it was just JSTEX? Like this would have cracked the mirror wide open. Yeah. Yeah, find... this would be awesome in Cobblade. Like in the in the blue red uh mm-hmm. the blue red version blue red white version of, of Cobblade. Yeah. This card probably wouldn't pretty good as like a one of or something. You know, it, just because when you get it out, you're, you know, you actually uh, get to, you know, just basically draw more cards on your opponent. So, another land,
2: Reuben, which, is what's the land on your list? Alchemist's Refuge, which is
1: yeah. blue-green tap. Oh. Uh, things you cast have flash.
2: Okay, so... Non-land cards. Non-land cards. So, all the, all the spells I cast have flash? All your
1: spells, for the as long as you've played that, have flash. What's so, it? let me tell you what you can do with this. You can do things... Here's the end-of-turn things in standard that you can cast with this card. Titans. Planeswalkers. Obviously
2: Titans.
0: <laughs>
1: well, if you're playing yeah. a, ra- a ramp deck, yeah. then you're playing an end-of-turn Titan, mm-hmm. and you don't have your cavern for some reason. Maybe you got... Uh, or you do have a cavern, so it's still
0: just, now it's flash Right, now it's flash and
1: and you get to attack God, I'm so, so glad Jason one is illegal. Planeswalkers. You get to play end-of-turn Planeswalkers. Yeah, that's pretty huge. Uh, swords of Blankety Blank,
2: Whoa. Yeah.
1: and any creature after a Wrath. Mm-hmm. So there's things that you can do in Standard. In Legacy, you get to end of turn Storm people.
2: For <laughs> <laughs> so example, yeah, I would I would put that in Elves. Yeah, that's Just, what's awesome. Just end of turn, you know,
0: glimpse, land Elf, whatever. Yeah. Like it would be <laughs> it would be funny to play it. Um, I don't know what I don't think. It's a, know what deck could play it but like if you just board in brain freezes and that and like the wow. storm deck starts start going off and they're just like they cast a you know they they cast something they're like you know ad nauseum and you're like what are you at and they're just like yeah, whatever and you're like uh well you got three cards hopefully the three cards left in your library <laughs> is wow. a card that gets you enough mana to actually uh, right. flashback that uh flashback that has flames. flames. Well, so you, the other
1: thing that you can do that, that is you, that is interesting is there are lots of cards that are weird with the stack with this card. So you can, like, mid-combat O-ring things, for example. Mm. Or you can, like, play a spell and in response O-ring it for the come-into-play-leave-play effect. So you can, like, mm. play a Fiend Hunter. or am pl- sorry. Play an O-ring, play a Fiend Hunter.
0: Mm. No, that's no, not it that the, you you have play, to lie.
1: Play a Fiend Hunter, play an O-ring, mm-hmm. and immediately exile something. Right. If you have a way to be able to, like, like cloud blink it or something sure. like that so there's lots of weird interactions you, you can, you have can
0: yeah you, yeah there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with it um i you know if the deck you're, the deck i would imagine playing in it is either blue green red or blue blue green and you're you know putting in either frost titans or uh or oh, incredible I'm titans yeah and like you know it basically becomes a much more titan heavy of game then well frosty is a little better yeah
2: uh, Stad, what do you have? What cards you have left? Uh, less
0: another card that um I'm looking at is uh, also Thunderous Wrath. Oh. I because it, we mentioned a little bit earlier, but but I I do want to try it out. Is a blue-red Delver deck, mm-hmm. maybe a third color, maybe not. It's it's hard to tell yet whether or not the mana would work out for that. But the idea is that you get Delver, mm-hmm. you get uh Invisible Stalker still, you get Pike. Yeah, um, and then you get to play Noxious Revival, Snapcaster, and Thunderous Wrath.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you play Faithless Looting, so it's it you know it uh, it probably is. Uh, it's it's got some bigger plays than the 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 blue white Delver deck mm-hmm. because you know you you know you, you just like turn one Delver, turn two you know you can like ponder or you can Faithless Looting, and then you put a Thunderous Wrath on top uh, with Noxious Revival, and you're like upkeep. Five you, um, and then you can you know play your third land, uh, attack with Delver. Then you end a turn, flash and Snapcaster Mage, play replay that Noxious Revival, put Thunderous Wrath back on top, five you again. Right. You know, and then or and then you get like, you know. Do you play the red draw spell in the I am n- not right now. What the what I'm looking okay, at. Okay. So right that, that that spell is red. One. Red one.
2: Risky bet. Risky, Risky bet. Yeah. Discard your hand, draw two.
0: Right, and if there's a uh, if there is a mono red deck, I think that this card probably it probably fits into it because mm-hmm. that's a good deck that pretty quickly runs out of cards. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good with uh, the shrine, just building that up. It's yeah. good with a lot of, there's a lot of cards that it's really good with.
1: Sure. There's uh, another card that's pretty uh, pretty good, which is uh, Skurstag Heretic. Turns out we were right when we previewed <laughs> a card last <laughs> week. Who knew? No,
0: uh, not really. But it's, okay. it is so different. Than I this. know.
1: I was joking. All right, so I think, we've got, it's, I think
2: it's funny that, that, that it was... It, it
1: was sort of yeah. similar. So. Uh, so we've got a red-red Planeswalker, two-man Planeswalker, named Tybalt the Fiend-Blooded. He's also a Shakespeare character uh, named Tybalt. I don't know if you do that. But he uh, he sort of fake loots. He has a red-looting sort of ability where you have to discard at random for his plus one. He comes in with two. His plus one is draw a card and discard a card at random. His uh, minus four mm-hmm. is Stormseeker, mm-hmm. which is deal, damage to target uh, player equal to the number of cards in their hand. And his minus six is Insurrection. So the thing about this guy that's uh, insane is... I mean, so Stormseeker's a pretty strong ability to just have out, like, starting on, like, turn four. So he just knocks off opposing Planeswalkers, like, for his job, yeah, It's like a Planeswalker
2: totem.
0: Yeah. It's...
1: And then every once in a while... You're gonna get to take all the creatures and play, probably not that often, but uh, you know later in the game against blue-black control, if they happen to play a a, a a grave titan or something, you can take all their stuff.
0: Yeah, so, I th- I think that this card, I, I'm not a fan of this
2: card. Like just design it, just, wise, just just give me an ollie uh, from Family Guy and tell me what you think about
0: this card. It's gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's that sounds like a for. But but go ahead. Tell okay, me. so it's here's the big problem with this card. The loyalty is too low to do like in the current environment the loyalty is too low to do a whole lot you know he dies to a delver and the the random discard is so worlds and leagues away different <coughs> than discard card and a uh, draw card discard card sure
1: but random discard is still fine I mean look at desperate raving and look at desperate the Chavings, ravings deck. the difference I
0: mean, in de- desperate ravings is that desperate ravings uh, so you play it it generates card, yeah, it, it generates card advantage this doesn't and so you play it, and you're just like plus one. Yeah, you don't get a like card
1: advantage. You generate Storm Seekers every once in
0: a while. Well, you, yeah, against against blue-black control, you, join, you generate I, Storm Seekers. Against
1: other decks, you have this thing that they're like, well, I'd rather be putting on pressure instead of having to deal. No, with this I'm thing just that was killing that thing turn every time. Two. All right, fine.
0: And it, it, it just—it's so fragile that you know this is not a card I ever want to play turn two and against anything but blue-black control. That's the one deck where I'd be like, yeah, I want to cast this on turn two. Because it's the Stormseeker is going to do something, insurrection probably not, but Stormseeker will do something against that deck.
1: All right, I'm going to I'm going to take a dump on whatever your next card is. Go.
0: That's fine.
2: <laughs> but but right, I'm going to do a card then. I I, I agree with you, Stoddard. I think that there. I I don't know what this card has in store for us. If we do, it's going to be something with the
0: graveyard. Like if, honestly, if if in return to Ravnica dredges back, this card might be awesome. Yeah,
2: like yeah, they will not be doing that. And if they do, okay, I want to say this card, because I, I, I've come up with a lot of fake cards in the past, but this is the only one that I actually just wish was printed more than anything. Um, it is a Thawing Glaciers ripoff that uses the Dredge mechanic, and it's a land that enters the battlefield tapped. You pay one, tap, sack, you get Evolving Wilds. So you get a, a basic land tapped, and it has Dredge one. That's interesting. I would love to have that card. If I, if I had an Imitational card, I would do that. But I, that's the only way that, I, I wish that they could do Dredge, but I'm pretty sure that
0: every Dredge card is just going to be like one or two. Well, the reason why I don't think they would probably, well, that, that if, if they do Dredge, they all have to be very low Dredges. I think Dredge is a really bad mechanic. had a good idea. And then yeah. it turned out that the up, it's like, so what do you use Dredge cards for? Well, you don't actually cast Dredge cards. You just get cards in your graveyard. <laughs> like, they're not going to print Faithless looting and then have Dredge cards in the next year. That seems like just asking for trouble. So
2: my my last uh, card that I want to talk about is Sigarda, Host of Hurons, which is an angel. She costs white, white, green two, five, five, flying, hexproof, and then you cannot sacrifice permanents. So just you cannot that,
0: sacrifice, or uh, your opponent can't cause you to sacrifice. Your opponent can't cause you to sacrifice. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a little better. Uh, well, I was just like like.
1: Well, there's that other card in this set that makes people your opponent's unable to sacrifice things. So
2: yeah, it's uh, the the angel, the, um, the colorless
0: white, white, white.
1: You're gonna have to be a little more specific,
0: thing, angel angel or something, or for this set. yeah, there's a lot of angels. <laughs> that one angel, I think it's a rare, might be a mythic. I think it's well, white. You know what? I, Okay, Here's so the, the five
2: five is a big dumb idiot, but I want to talk about that one real quick because that one actually
0: is a little more in depth and a little
2: more interesting. Uh, it costs one white, white, white. It's a 3-3 three, three flyer and it has an anthem for non-black, non-black creatures. creatures. Then it has think, subtext yeah. that says, if you... Uh, okay, players cannot pay life or sacrifice permanence. Right. Uh, for two abilities or something. So, nice so, fetch land. Yeah, nice fetch land. Nice... Birthing pod. Birthing pod, shock lands, um, always coming to play tapped. Crystal brand. Uh, yeah. I mean, things, things like um, Edict Effects and, and Liliana and I mean, it turns off a lot, and it really is a black hoser. I mean, you don't think about it a lot, but there are cards that are just like, like you know, uh, Sign and
0: Blood or night's Whisper is like, oh, I I can't even I'll cast this me. card.
2: Yeah, I'll draw you can't a-
0: birthing, you can't like play play birthing pod and and the, or not birthing pod, uh, mortar pod in the zombie stack and be like, I'm gonna start killing your guys because this guy's in play, and all of a sudden. Birthing or yeah, uh, does nothing. <laughs> it is an, oh, it, hey, it, you can make Gaija uh, plus 0, plus one.
2: So th- I I think that card is a has the, the mana cost is really awkward, but I suppose if there was a human stack that like you know just couldn't beat the mortar pod, like this is a pretty good card. It, it anthems your entire board, so it does like what Honor the Pure and you know Hero and those kinds of cards do for your dorks. And, I mean, it's not the worst Curve Topper. It's definitely not going to get as much play if Hero is still in the format. But maybe once once rotation happens, if we still have Honor the Pure or we still have a Human's deck in the format, yeah, maybe get some play. I don't know. What, what, what else do you have on your list? That's kind of the last of my so cards. I've got
1: uh, Human Frailty, which is going to be a limited all-star as Human well Frailty. as a standard card. Yeah, that is card's real good in standard. Human Frailty, Human Frailty is one black mana. Destroy, target, human. Oh, yeah. And that card is going to be insane. First of all, the flavor's awesome. Uh, the, just, cool. the, the What's flavor, the art? The, I don't know. I haven't seen the art. Um, but the flavor text is something along the lines of, come on, you didn't think skin and bones could fight against me or something like that. Um, and, awesome. I mean, the flavor of the card makes sense, and it's just surprising that it, you know, it, there's, this card's going to be a house in, I mean, there's too many angels, really, in this set for this thing to be a house, but it's still real good. It kills, like, half the Soulbound guys and all that good stuff. So, you know, and then, of course, in the, the farther back the format goes, the more you realize how many humans there are, you know, uh, Dark Confidant, Delver of Secrets, of course, is a human, but Dark Confidant, Grim Lava Mancer, sure, sure. Meddling Mage, you know, uh, Knight of the Reliquary, there's a ton of guys that this thing gets. And so I think this is going to be a four-oven sideboard of pretty much everything in standard...
0: Every black deck is going to play this.
2: Yeah. I, I could see this even, like, be, have the death mark treatment, where it could just be random two-ups yeah. in every black deck right. in every format. I mean...
0: Like, the fact is, it kills Delver. It kills, you know, uh, it kills Hero Bladehold. It kills uh, Champion of Arish. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's other random cards that you don't even think of as humans that you're like, oh, insectile well, abomination wow. Insectile
1: Abomination's a human, right? Well, it's, it is. It, when it flips, when it it's, flips still it's still a human. A human. It's a oh, human, really? it's yeah. a human oh. insect.
0: It's Right. It's a, like, it's the fly they, they got mixed together. Right. Huh. Whoops. Yep. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the last card I have is a card that goes in Birthing Pot, I believe. It's called, uh, Sommerwald Sage. He is, uh, or she, I have not seen the picture, so. He, she, or it. Is a tuna green for a human druid. It's an O1 tapped at three mana of any color. To your mana pool use it only for creatures. So the relevant thing about this in birthing pod is that if you don't draw a pod, you can just cast this and cast a titan of something mm-hmm. of that range. Or, or elishnorn. All right. Or you can get out uh, a birthing pod, get him out, and then next turn just hard cast elishnorn. You know, it's just so much mana. Yeah. You know, it lets you do. It lets you cast such humongous things, or even just having a turn where you're like acidic slime,
2: phantasmal image, like right, like,
0: and, and uh, well, and also that's a deck that has some issues, like because you, the cavern's much less reliable on that deck because your creature types are just all over the board, right? Mm. But this gets you around like mana. You know, if you want to, if you want to cast a five drop, you know, this very easily gets you to the five. You know, for any creature, gets you to five, gets you to four. Mm. It, it gets you, uh, you know, all that stuff very quickly. Yeah, he's real frail, but, you know, I, I think that because he's... he's a
1: human. He has human frail. Exactly. As all
0: other humans, he's frail. Um, but, you know, he he leads to some big plays. Yeah. Turn one, birds. Turn two, this. Turn three. Titan. I, yeah, Titan. Yeah. Turn three, Titan.
2: Or turn three, Elishnorn. I mean, they're also playing Sheldrod. Four? Of the Five, six, oh, my
0: God. Right. He goes, if you cast him, on, if you go turn one, Accelerator, turn to him, that's turn three, Elishnorn. Elishnorn's big. Yeah, it's a big dude. Rumor is about the biggest.
2: Not quite. Yeah, it's, it's Pretty a big, close. Big time deal.
0: But, so I mean, like if you're playing Delver, your opponent's playing, you know, Pod, and they go, turn to this guy, like you're like, you know, they're like, turn one accelerator, and you're like Delver, and they're just like, turn to this guy. You're like, well, I guess I'm not casting anything for a while because uh right. can't beat an Elishnorn. <laughs> this is awkward.
1: So yeah. the the la- sorry, the, the no, last card on my list. Is sort of uh, a, a card that I think is going to be real good in Ravnica if one specific card from Ravnica gets reprinted. <laughs> All right, All right. The card I have is Tandem Lookout. He's the uh, uh, the soul, bo- soul bond guy. That he, whenever he's soul bonded, uh, whenever that creature deals damage, they draw a card. Yeah, yeah. If Niv Mizzet the Firemind gets reprinted and return to <laughs> Ravnica, that's an infinite combo. He, Won't they make him a planeswalker?
0: No, he's not a planeswalker.
1: If, yeah, he's he's just really smart. He knows of planeswalkers and he knows about it. Do you but think he's he gonna to make himself? him a planeswalker? No. Is no. It
0: gonna find this part. No. If they
1: didn't make Maloku a planeswalker and then they made up some random other. Nah,
0: they've No, they've already made it very clear that he in the books. I guess that he's not a planeswalker. He's just like the smartest guy in Ravnica. Right. Um. But he he he's so smart that he knows he's a magic card. That's
1: how smart uh Mizid <laughs> is like he he references he's like Deadpool if you ever read the Deadpool comics uh, he like self references things like uh like if you think that this was weird, wait till wait till the end of the book in one of the ravnica books, it's really weird how some of the stuff he does, but anyway, he combos infinite combos a fidian eye style or curiosity yeah, style yeah. with right
0: Nib-Mizzet. i I think that they will not be printing Nib Mizid as he was printed a because you know they very. They never reprint Legends not in the core sets as the exact copy or time shifted yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it just makes no sense that you would take a Legend you're like, we printed a Legend, so we're going to reprint the exact same guy. Like, <laughs> he's, gonna be nid, he's not going to be nid the Firemind. He's going to be nid Lord of Ravnica the Firemind or whatever. Right. Yeah, sure, you know? sure. So he's, he'll do something different. And they've already put Curiosity in a set.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and they put this in a set. They're not going to be like, the, the future Future League is not going to be like, yeah, we forgot that we printed two cards at Infinite Combo with yeah, the mizit. You know, so uh, that, that wraps up our spoiler part of this cast. Well, do you want to talk about? Cause I, I am curious about what your, uh, your all opinion is of miracle. This was the most contentious mechanic in this set. Okay, I, I think that
2: it is such a it's such a hard to evaluate mechanic in the context of the set that we have and that the only time that it's going to be cast is, is, is in its purest form. You're either going to draw it off the top, or you're going to have it in your hand. Like, So I, I don't know until I play games with it how I think good they, it is. I
1: think Miracle would have been a lot more anger-inducing uh, had it been like they originally thought of it. When the, when they originally thought of the ability, if you cast something for your Miracle cost, do this. If they, if they did, like, Prowl. You know what I mean? But but since it's only a cost reduction, it's certainly not going to be as It t- takes a draw t-
2: step. Sure. Like, it, it costs a card. It yeah. You know, but
1: being able to pay one mana for uh, the Hallowed Burial instead of six is certainly—that's that, the one
2: that I think we'll probably see the most play out of all of them because it's a reasonable cost at six to get that effect. Um, the format is slightly slower uh, than you know than before, and I think being able to miracle that is just right. insane. See, like, um
0: I—I I, I, of course brought this up because I have an axe to grind. And I figured I would let everyone because that's just you know what you do. Uh, the the two cards that I, I like the mechanic overall. I think that it's I, at first I was the biggest miracle hater. and then I, I you know after seeing the cards that were printed, I was like, you know what? these are bad. like the red to deal five that is that's a lot of damage, but it's not like such an absurd effect that you're like, oh I can like and you draw it late and it's like you know it's it's kind of the same thing. like it, if you go if you spend your turn two dealing five to your opponent. Like worst things have happened in Magic. Like that's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, still, it still costs you a card. Right. It still costs it's, you the
2: opportunity cost of tapping your
0: land and not getting. Right, to you drop. don't get to, you don't get to evolve your board state. Like okay, that's fine. What well, the the two cards that I don't like. There's one that's uh, blue and four to put a card on top of your opponent's library, and the miracle's blue, mm-hmm. and there's one that's uh, four and a green to distribute four plus one plus one counters, no. Miracle Green. No. Those are the two that I don't like because they dramatically affect the board state for future turns. Sure, Like a removal spell is just a removal spell. Uh, the card that domes your opponent is just a card that dumbs your opponent. Time walk is big, but, you know, right. whatever.
1: So the ones you're talking about are are tentatively named. They're, they're currently foreign names. They're Fade Away, which I think is already... Oh, no, Put Away is a card, sorry. Fade Away and um, Nature's Blessing.
0: Right, and though because... You know, if I play a turn 1 Elf and I turn two Nature's Blessing, like I've got a five-five on turn two attacking.
1: Well, let us not forget that both miracle cards in green pump a creature, and Glistener Elf is still a card. It so... is still a card,
0: and and like the plus six plus six one, like if you flip it on turn two, it's not as big of a deal. It right. does a lot of damage, right? But it's not like as big of a deal if you or if especially these these two cards, especially in limited, are super frustrating because like if you on like turn if you have like a if you go like turn two 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 right and then you flip over plus four, plus four counters, like that, you're just, your opponent is just going to be like, okay, well, that's interesting. Now I've got to deal with a five, five, yeah, or a six, six. Or something. How much I worse is that, that
1: than increasing savagery though? I but think the blue savagery one
0: costs, how much does increasing savagery cost? Four. And it gives it, what, four? Uh, five plus one, plus four five, counters. But like, I don't know. I, mean, I, I just think that it, it, it being so, like, so early in the game, and the other one is the blue one, like if, People are gonna play
1: that blue one. Yeah, the, the blue, blue one. Plow under Could
0: you? Could calm. you imagine how rage-inducing it's gonna be when your opponent randomly flips that on turn two? Like they're like I, you're they're on, you're on the play, or they're on the play. You're, they're like Island Go, and you're like, all right, Land Go, and they're just like, oh, Island on top. You're I mean, you're gonna want to throw your chair out the window. That's yeah, pretty pretty. You know, atrocious. and it's like I I think that the miracle cost in those two could be two mana. Yeah. I and agree. you know it wouldn't be like it, it, if they just come out so quickly. They have such huge effects on the board. So if you if you go guy guy and you miracle the the, the plus four plus one, like like how do how do Dex Unlimited deal with that? It's just like at least some of the other ones cost like five mana like you know, comparing to like um explosive uh, growth or whatever it was called out of Lorwind, the plus the three the yeah, plus three, plus two, growth. plus one incremental growth. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it, it that was insane. It cost five mana. And no. you had to always play it for five. But you also needed five three legal targets. Right. This thing, you know, you can just hit this thing randomly very early in the game. Yeah. You're and right. it just it's just rage inducing in your opponent because if you like if you're playing limited and your opponent like turn two domes you revived, you're just like, ooh, it took five damage. But it's not like you're just gonna like how do I deal with this 6-6? No. I think and the blink is gonna be the saving grace of that. But most of the blink stuff blink's just stuff.
2: Is a one man out. I mean, yeah, I, If I think, it's a human. And again, it remains to be seen. We still have a hundred cards. You know, right. Maybe, right. maybe there's a bunch of, you know, right. random the, effects. The only, that...
0: the only effects that I don't want to see on Miracle are ones that uh, affect the board state significantly for future turns. Like, yeah. the Wrath does, but it's, it's you know, it's symmetrical. Uh, but I I don't like seeing cards... Like, if there was, like, a Bestial Menace for, like, two mana or something, yeah, just stuff like that, where you're, like, you flip it over randomly on Miracle very early, and your opponent's just, like...
2: Yeah, and, I, and again, I think that we have to rely on... They do a lot of testing for limited and yeah, standard, and, you know, if those cards were uh you know oppressive then i think they probably would have cost them a little differently I, and, they, and they've even admitted so much that they don't do a lot of eternal format testing um so occasionally cards will sneak through and uh ho- hold on uh one second we actually had a studio audience here and i want to i want to shout these guys <laughs> out because they're they're among my favorite people in the whole world here, come over here guys <laughs> so uh if you um if you haven't heard us plug these guys before, um, there's a, a podcast out there. It is not on the MTG Cast Network called The Bridge. Uh, it's mtgbridge.com. And uh, we have with us Taylor Gunn and John Douglas, who are two guys from that show, and we want to give an opportunity to shout to show out.
1: Well, we appreciate the, the shout-outs, guys. We love listening to you guys do your casts. Love watching fellow casters and the way they handle things. So. Visit uh, mtgbridge.com for all your magic-adjacent content. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just not a word. <laughs> magic. Yeah. NSFW. NS- also NSF Life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. NS-
1: sometimes. NSF children, NSF uh, people that have only had sex with one person in their life.
2: <laughs> you just wear headphones. Right. No, yeah, headphones yeah I always shape. when I when I listen to it at work, I always have to put headphones on. But what I'm really worried about is that like I'll Someone be working on something and I'll like hit it with my elbow, yeah. and I've just actually just been listening to it on the speakers <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, and so shout in. out what to uh, to Jack and Peter too, who aren't here. They're absolutely yeah, awful yeah, for around. not being here. But uh, yeah, Probably, like, thanks for thanks for hanging yeah. out, guys. Hey, yeah, thanks yeah. for having us. Good luck. Have fun.
1: Thanks right. to everybody. who listens to In Contention. You guys are all amazing human beings as well. Woo. All
2: right, thanks guys. Yeah. And uh, so we have a hundred more cards that are coming. I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about next week as we have the entire picture of the spoiler. Hopefully, um, you know, no big curveballs, no uh, stat, you know, miracle cards that you're just like, what? How,
0: how did they print a miracle wasteland or you know, something like like
2: miracle stone range?
0: When I was dealing with, when I was trying to figure out how to like uh, troll you last week. I was thinking of like. One of the cards I was thinking about, like, I came up with a looter because, like, you always would talk about how much you wanted to see a red looter. Mm. And I was like, it was between, like, the red looter or the, um, it was either going to be a red looter. Or the uh, green Imperial. Or I was going to do a Miracle Wildfire. Whoa. Except, like, obviously, Miracle Wildfire is miserable. <laughs> uh, yeah, miracle
1: I, Wildfire had to cost, like, eight Miracle for five or four. Yeah,
0: because, you know, just be like, Miracle, like, turn three. You're like, oh, Miracle up, uh, like, if it's, like, Red One. They're like, Miracle up Wildfire on turn two. This is a... <laughs> I love playing Magic. You know, like, people... all oh, my... The chairs... The Like, my, my, uh... There's an image I found on the internet that I've, I've currently bookmarked. And it's, uh... Like it's like a, a GIF of somebody like lighting themselves on fire and throwing themselves out a window, and like that just that is like that is my uh, that's what your clue galter for the miracle
1: wildfire will be. Yes, no, like that's
0: when I picture a card that I don't like. It's generally a card where when my opponent casts it, that's my reaction. It's just like, oh right, well lighting myself on fire, throwing myself out a window. Like when I was playing uh, onslaught block limited, and my opponent played a turn two sparksmith, I wanted to light myself on fire and throw myself out a window. You know, like, my opponent plays Stasis in any format. I'm just like, all right, time to get out the lighter fluid and then, you know, look for a window. And, you know, as long as there's no miracle cards that have just, like, some ridiculous effect where if I happen, you know, especially in limited, but in anything, where if I happen to hit it really early, just randomly, I'm just like, ah, okay, so now I'm, like, ten turns behind. This is awesome. Like, I, you know, the game was, like, hadn't really even... I just don't like miracle cards where the, it feels like the game hasn't actually started yeah. and I'm like faced like and you can imagine if you go like turn one guy like a red green deck you're like turn one guy turn two guy then you flip the green miracle card and you're like woo like get my both of guys plus two plus two and I'm gonna cast another guy and I, one of the guys I played was the haste sold on guy so now I'm just gonna attack him for seven damage I'm just gonna be like so it's turn three I just took uh, seven damage and I'm like ten life my opponent has out two guys with four power and uh yeah I, it's big. It's a big. Like, I, I can't. I can't possibly do anything in this game. Like I, the only thing. Like, I don't mind miracle cards that have big, like sorcery type effects because okay, they're undercosted a bit, but they don't necessarily impact the game for, you know, for very long. They don't like have a lingering presence. I just don't like seeing miracle cards that have lingering presences. The only one that does is the rare that produces angels, but it's kind of like just enough mana that you know. If you, okay, so if you flip it on turn four, right, you can make one angel. Okay, yeah, four, three mana for a 4-4 four, four flyer is really good. But it's not so good that, you know, it's undealable with. Okay, turn five, getting two 4-4s, that's pretty good. It, it gets, like, incrementally better. But, you know, you sort of expect big effects to happen after, like, turns five or six or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you have, you know, ways to deal with that. And you have... Ideally, your deck has some way, you know, mid-game to start doing things. I just don't like games, especially in Limited, where it feels like something... Something absurd happens on, like, turn two or three, and you're just like, okay. I'm, like, you know, I'm just now behind the entire game. Uh, like, on my game, I haven't even had a chance to do anything, and I'm already, like, yeah. facing down something absurd. Yeah. That's
2: like getting your Bounce Land Stone range or something.
0: Right. It and even, doesn't feel good. And even when you get your Bounce, your bounce Land Stone Rain, like, you sort of, like, felt like you brought it on yourself playing the Bounce Land. You're like, ah, oh, I should have... Maybe, like, ah, oh, that's just, you know, it's kind of random, but it's like, ah, oh, well. Going back, I, when I, when I replay
2: RGD dress, I picked that, I picked that Stone Rain
0: oh, on fire. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah.
2: I, I did not care about that card in that format. Did you guys care about that yes. card in the original format? Yeah. Like, oh my god, I, nobody played it in our, like, we drafted Infinite, and it was like, that card would you be like be drafting, 10th pick.
0: You should been drafting, you should have been drafting
2: in Columbus. I drafted in Columbus. Where are you drafting? I drafted all the time at PTQs, uh,
0: in Athens we had, like, a really big group, and it's like. I just don't. We drafted both both the uh, the the, side, the red red two one and the green green two one really high because in new hits, when you hit a bounce land, it was like especially with rolling. Spoil. I meant
2: seismic spike. Or yeah, yeah. You know, like rolling
0: spoil. spoil was one that was better. Yeah, yeah. Rolling spoil was crazy good.
2: Because rolling spoil would randomly take down the early guy. Also, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, it's you know it's a mechanic that as long as you're just doing a lot of acts. Yeah, I could care I could care less. It's when you're doing something that... and you're putting permanents into play, that's when I'm getting frustrated. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. there's not a lot of that yet. So, we'll see what the rest of the cards have. You know, so far, overall, pretty happy with the mechanic, except for, like, two cards. So, we'll see if those just two cards how, are set. That's
1: not any different from any other set. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, not like I mean, we're, it's not like we're on DEFCON 4. No, you're right.
0: We're not on DEFCON 4 or anything. It's just like... You know how there's always some mechanic where you're just like... Uh, Kind of like, remember Glacial Ray? Yeah. Remember how fun it was when your opponent see, like I, played a Glacial Ray? Right. I think that's a, like the
2: Angel that doesn't let you sack is going to be a way more annoying type of card. Like when people see it spoiled, they're just like, "Oh, that's obnoxious!" Like, there's one
0: card in the entire format that deals with that. Right, but it's also a Mythic. It's not an uncommon or a com- I, I think. No, the, no, no, no. I, I, well, yeah, obviously limited. That's going to be obnoxious. But like, like the green one's an uncommon. Yeah. And so it it's actually going to come up. Uh, you know the the question is how, pe- how often people randomly flip it on like turn three or something. Yeah. I think you're I think you're more worried about that card than you should be. It's moment. it's possible. It's just that's like the one the one effect I didn't want to see at a miracle is something where it has a big effect on the board, yeah. like a big permanent effect that lasts beyond the, the turn you cast it.
1: How many green How many green one drops are there in this set? Uh, not a whole lot. I'm, oh, see, I am just the
2: fight guy. The fight guy has it, one green mana? Yeah. Oh,
1: well, that guy's a little obnoxious with, with some plus one plus one counters on him, too. Pretty reasonable. But, you know, it's... Uh, Again, if, if you hit that card... Right. Like, you, if you, you randomly hit the card in... in it's, improbable. it's a miracle. You did yeah, like,
2: Yeah. No,
0: I mean, I agree. But it's... There are plenty of cards that when you randomly hit them early on... Like, um, like there are a few of the werewolves that you could... Like, that, if you hit it really early on, your opponent's like... Okay, well, this is this is awesome. Yeah, you know, like the like the fight guy when you uh, when you play that guy on turn three, and your opponent like just didn't have a, a, a th- turn three play, and they're just Ooh. like, okay, well, it's, it was fun playing a guy.
2: So uh, yeah, we'll have more discussion on the set as a whole as we go into uh, next week, and we'll have the full spoiler on Monday or probably tonight at midnight. Who knows?
0: It's Monday. Um,
2: yeah, probably Monday. But you know, like I said, as it you usually, said, usually always we, something after we cast. Uh, does anybody else have anything else to add or, or plug or anything
1: like um, that? Um, I wanted to plug Magic the Newz name, Magic which news will thing. likely be out Monday on uh, Star City? on StarCityGames.com. Uh, and yeah, I host that. Nice.
0: Stop. I got nothing. Just uh, you know, follow me on Twitter at sam uh, uh, I
2: actually, I have a Momir Cube article that will be posted on Gathering Magic probably Monday. Great. And then I'm doing a uh, Cube review, which will be f- pretty extensive for pretty much all forms of Cube that will go up in Gathering Magic also. So those will, those will be out.
1: Great. Uh, I have one last note about Restoration Angel. I forgot. It has Flash. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Right. So you can end of turn Restoration Angel, kiki-jiki. Or you can untap your Titan. <laughs> By untap your Titan, I mean do the ability mid combat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that card was good without Flash. It's insane with Flash. So, yeah.
0: that. All right, guys. All right. Well, until next week, we're in contention.